songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover, and um, and I am so pleased to uh, have our repeat guest back on the show. She's a comedian, uh, so the host of NPR's Ask Me Another, which you should all hear. It's a super funny show with awesome guests, and of course, she hosts. Ophira Eisenberg. Hi. Nice to see you again, oh, Bessie. Nice to see you again. I am so impressed that it's like 9 a.m. where you are and you are, you look amazing. No, no, you're doing the reverse. It's 3 p.m. I am later than you. I am in the future. Oh. oh <laughs> you would think, you would think that at my age and how long I lived in New York and how long I've lived here that I would have a sense ever of the time no i'm turning into an old person i think that might be what it is no it's fine i feel like uh especially now that we've been doing so many zoom things in different time zones i can't three hours honestly is not hard for me to grasp either but i'm constantly if someone asks me to do something in specific standard time from the moment i wake up in the like in the morning i'm like did i miss it did i miss it did i miss it what time is that again did i miss it I've even like I I will I will question my own simple math. Well, what is twelve minus by three minus three? What what is that? That nine seven eight nine? Should I put it? Uh, where's my cal? Where's my fault? I'll look it in the calculator. It's embarrassing. It's I'll have to tell people like I'm so sorry. I'm a real <laughs> dumb dumb. Can you just can, what time is that in Pacific? <sighs> Yeah, because I just... No, it's just the anxiety rolls into it. If someone were to, like, quiz you on stage, like, minus three from any number or add three, you'd be fine. But it's just the anxiety of uh, what is time. There is no boundaries. How does anything work that makes it impossible to trust yourself? That's like, you're so right, too, about being, like, on the spot. That reminds me, there's an episode of uh, Billy on the Street where he he just walked up to a woman. He was like, name a woman. And she was like, "Uh," and he's like, any woman, just name a woman. And she, like, she was paralyzed. It was hilarious. (laughs) And I think that's good to remember when you when we all like watch, you know, Jeopardy or whatever, and and people are like, and you're like, you idiot, it's the Panama Canal. What is the Panama? You know, and it's because like being on the spot. Oh yeah, it's terrible. I know something. Can I just tell you? I know something very specific about this because Ask Me Another we're no longer a live show, obviously. I was wondering. Yeah, okay, we're no yeah. longer a live show. Uh, now we're just talking to celebrities, basically. But we used to have live people on stage, and we used to put them through this intense um, written quiz before they could even be considered as a contestant. That was way too hard. I mean, it was very hard. Some people did amazing. but And the whole point was, supposedly there's a game show um, rule that as soon as someone is on the stage, on the camera, on the spot, they know 50% of their usual <gasps> knowledge. I believe yeah. that. So you have to make the pre-stuff way harder to try to make sure that they'll succeed when they're there. That makes so much sense. Yeah, because like half your brain is like, how do I look? Uh, like, what do they think of me? Um, you know, that's don't forget to thank your mom. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know? Hold in your stomach. Hold in your stomach. 
Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Every time I see a picture of myself or a film of myself, I'm like, that's how oh. I chose to stand. Oh my God. What? There's so many moments where I'm like, nobody talked to me about that's the way my mouth looks. <laughs> no one's ever mentioned like that. It's a ha- it's like half is lopsided. <laughs> no. So people know that I do this thing with my chin and they're still friends yeah, with me. Said one word about <laughs> oh boy oh man Uh, that just reminds me of like uh you know yeah i've been doing you know every now and then some on-camera auditions from my home uh, where i have a hollywood studio yes brag 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 uh brag 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 i might be not called back for a commercial um i probably won't be called back <laughs> but but you know on Zoom you can like photoshop your face and stuff but they have all these they're like on to us <laughs> and they'll they're like come meet me on this weird app that won't let you do that um and it's all like HD and close up and you're like oh god I've been in quarantine I know my face I know when they're like let's get a full body it's like yeah wow I'll send you that. Can I send you that later? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I auditioned in my in pajama yeah. pants. Yeah, I hope yesterday. you did. Oh my god, I hope you did. Twice in the last week. This is the first time this has happened, and I remember way back when I started having children, uh, or actually right before that, I think I started going out for like mom roles. Oh, young mom which has turned into mom. Um, And for the very first time uh, this last week, twice I got called in for old or older. (laughs) Oh, wow. I knew knew it was a horror show out there, but I didn't. (laughs) I mean, listen, I, I am totally, I mean, I started older. So I'm okay to be, I mean, I started even being a mom as older. So if someone called me in for older mom, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. But now when I get auditions, I read the description. And I, the first thing I think of is, well, hopefully they'll like this and consider me for a different role. <laughs> I never think well, I'm going to get what they're asking me to do. <laughs> like, well, hopefully they, do, they see something. <laughs> It's hilarious and so <laughs> sad that you feel that yeah, way. You'll be I'm like, so sorry. Hip 30 something, and I'm like, I don't know how this happened, but I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> that is so weird, though. Like, you'll see someone you know in something, and like, you know, like um, jo- John Bowie, John Ross Bowie. He was on that show Speechless and all and on his show he had like three teenaged children. And in real life his kids are quite yeah. young. Um and it it was so weird. It's so weird. I see that all the time where it's like, "Oh, I know for a fact that person has like a 4-year-old, but every time I see them on screen, they have a 16-year-old child." Right, and... they're going to a graduation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah. 
I know. I know. I mean, maybe that's hmm. like the other, right? The, that's just another perception of culture is that you better start this stuff early. You want to be a parent? Start it early. That's what America does. Okay. You start early. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, we have no money now, but I feel like we really didn't have <laughs> oh, any no. money when we were younger. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, I, I do like I, I've said to it many times because living in New York, of course, nothing makes you more conscious of money just every second you leave your house and you're like, why is my next door neighbor a gazillionaire? And this person, you know, ha- is probably like not making 20 grand. Like it's just wild. The one block disparity. Um, yeah. And I was just thinking that when I was, you know, like somewhere between 18 and 25, I seemed, I guess I just had different needs. I certainly didn't have a dependent. But I would go out and hang out and feed myself. I didn't have any parental health. And I had jobs. I, they, I'm telling you right now, they did not pay well. But somehow, it was like, it wasn't great. But it was fine. Is that just my, my like, memory doing a Photoshop on my past? <laughs> Is that a photo I mean, of my past? <laughs> I mean, we definitely had different needs and different standards. Because I'll say that my friends who are child-free mm. also have a very seemingly low sort of overhead for their life yeah. that they can just kind of float by and, and it, or, you know, not float by. It's not like they're not working hard, but... You know, they don't have to hustle in the same terrified way that parents do. Yeah. <laughs> because no one's asking them for game systems. I mean, <laughs> unless they want one. Yeah, right. They're like, I have one. Well, I have the newest one. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, you <laughs> know, that's... My, my shoe size doesn't change. I don't need other shoes. Plus, in New York City, Ophira, there's like a $40 tax every time you leave the I home. Know. I know that's an old bit. But it's true. Yeah, no, they just light it in front of you. If there's a person that stands at your door that takes 40 bucks and lights it in front of you just to make the point. Uh, yeah. No. They're like the outdoor <laughs> bouncer. Yeah, exactly. Every every rental and mortgage, I guess, comes with this, this person. Usually a guy. I'm just going to say yeah. it. Uh, and... <laughs> he's out there. He's got a, a velvet rope, and uh, he's like, "You want to go outside? Give me forty dollars. I gotta burn this in front of your face." Just uh, just for me to double down and on what kind of choice you made, you know. And just I've been doing this terrible thing because obviously during quarantine, if you are a parent, you had a very you know different quarantine than people. This is you know, of course, if everyone was healthy, but you you had a different quarantine from people who didn't have kids who were, you know, maybe uh, discovering hobbies and learning languages and, you know, uh, having access to time. I think you and I can agree that we've never had less time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that today, like minutes before we started our show, um, how – I was like, I feel like I'm I'm so overwhelmed with the enormity and the quantity of what needs to be done in my home, in my life. 
um, that like my my to do list is it's just huge and it goes back years, <laughs> but you know it definitely goes back months. And and I was thinking, oh man, if I didn't, if I wasn't home with kids, I was like, if they had just gone to school this whole time, um, this would have been maybe a really wonderful time in a lot of oh, ways. Oh, to just catch but up, instead, yeah. Yes, exactly. I was thinking, like, once they go back to school, I'm going to really be able to tackle things. And I was like, nah, you know what I need? I need, like, two weeks off of work to just catch up. I'm going to stay in quarantine for two additional weeks. You all go to school. (laughs) Does your mom have COVID? No, she's just quarantining (laughs) for for life. life. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I do this thing too, where I just see, uh, I'm one to really, um, participate in making myself feel bad about myself through social media. I'm really good at it. I think most of us are really good. And every time I know that someone's like, Hey, here's the thing I just wrote, post link. Hey, I just started this new project. Post like, you know, my first thought is yes. Cause you don't (laughs) care. Yeah. Do you have a child? Okay. No. Totally yeah. unfair. <laughs> um, or, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't want to take away, like, they still did work, <laughs> and that's amazing, and we should all you celebrate should that they achieved something. However, I don't think you're incorrect. I do think, <laughs> you know, that I always oftentimes think of kids as it's like trying to swim but then there's also like weighted things on your (laughs) legs and you're so you just got to swim like harder and more frantically and everyone else is like we swim so fast you're like oh god i think i'm gonna die (laughs) oh yeah everyone listening by the way so i have three children they are all boys i have a five-year-old an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old what you got over there? You know, I, I completely shy in comparison because I just have one child. I have only God bless. one child. He is five years old. What I hear is I'm a smart lady. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you, you, we both have five-year-olds. Yeah, That's nice. We do. We both have five-year-old boys. Adorable. Yeah. So, and he is uh, he's a big presence. He's a big presence. Uh, and he never, he never, <laughs> he never stops talking, never stops talking, oh, girl. never stops talking. Yeah. And also, and I think this is a five-year-old phase. I'm hoping I can just attribute it to being five years old and not, uh, a personality flaw in my, <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. But I, right now I am wrong about like everything is no. And the control, the control is out of control, I guess, because he is like, mommy, come here, dragging me, and everything I say is wrong. He's like, you know, yes. uh, to everything. He'll be like, a foot is this long, and he'll just stretch his arms as far. And I go, no, no, a foot is, you know, about this, and I'll show him. And he's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Like, every, every, But that's just everything. Every, everything. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's because I've given up completely or just after three kids, I was like, um, I guess that's how it is. 
that what you were just telling me a foot is this this long and like gesturing <laughs> like a yard um I just automatically go oh yeah huh. you know what in the beginning I was like I need to teach this kid what is correct because I can't and you're right. and then you no do. but then I just I stopped because why it's impossible it's it's like he just says just... no it's not no it's not and then all of a sudden you are doing the classic mistake arguing with a five-year-old the classic yeah. mistake where you know that they don't care what the answer is they've just now hit hit a button because they're, ch- they're children <laughs> yes my 10 year old especially loves to argue loves to tell you that you're wrong yep. like he loves to tell all of us <laughs> that we are wrong even when we are not wrong um even if something is like happy or celebratory and you want to you want someone to say like great job that's awesome he will always have some sort of negative rejoinder yeah Um, this does sound like my child although and then every once in a while like yesterday he did say something but it is everything's also a competition everything's a competition every 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 everything is a competition uh, and yesterday he did say to me, which was cute, and I was like, I'll forgive you for today. He said, um, <laughs> I just want to let you know I've met four moms, and uh, one of them got 20 points, one of them got 40 points, one of them got 60 points, but one of them got 5,000 points. And that's you. <gasps> you got 5,000 points? <laughs> I guess I did. You won. Congratulations. You won, <laughs> like, heads and shoulders above the competition. Yeah, it's only because he was manipulating me because he wants me to buy him a ninja costume. He is like my 10-year-old. <laughs> Something my 10-year-old does is uh, he'll, like, yeah, it's like he'll be so, uh, what's the word, effusive. Like, he'll just be like, oh, my, oh, you know who the pretty, like, it'll be like, um, oh, oh, look at that, you know, beautiful bird. <gasps> Mama, you know who the most beautiful bird is? you and i'm like oh that's so sweet but also i'm like i know you are just saying that because you've had three hours of screens and you want a fourth right Uh, right Right. oh yeah because a lot of the other times he's like essentially like you're terrible and i hate you and slam the door and Oh, yeah. I mean, I will tell I will take a screen out of my kid's hand at like 9 a.m. because somehow he is on a screen and I will say, no, that is not like it's over right now. And he will basically scream and slam his door and the screaming will be this is the worst day of my life. So dramatic. And I know out of context, it sounds just hilarious. Like, I feel like anyone without kids is like, that's how. Oh, my God. But yeah, it's objectively hilarious. But. (laughs) but in it you're like i mean i'm always like what am i gonna do like i guess i just i'm just gonna move move on i gotta just move on and like get the rest of this day sorted out we've got a thousand things to do and here we are 9 a.m and this is the worst (laughs) day yeah Yeah. and i'm being screamed at yeah and i can't come back and say uh you know what the worst day of my life is you know because yes oh my god that's not how we do it anymore (laughs) it's so yeah it's so hard every time not to go oh god bless you if this is the hardest day of your life (laughs) 
let me tell you about my worst day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's and right. Yeah, I you know I, this is what I would. You, you, there's no reasoning, so yeah, I try. But you, there's also you know it's not like I talk to a lot of other people too. So this feels over the course of the last year, I mean like whatever. So this is also just such a prime like this. We're just in each other's faces all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if your five year old is like mine, he is always in my face. Yeah, always. Oh. No, there is not. If, if if I walk out of the room, I hear a scream that is, I think he's been stabbed. Because you... And then I come back, you'll just be like, ah! like this scream. And I'll come back in, what's going on? He's like, uh, did you see this? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that shit breaks me. 2020 was a real doozy. And if you're anything like everyone else, you might be feeling like it's time to get some help and talk with someone. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I don't know anyone who isn't struggling right now, and it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. You deserve to feel happy. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. You can get help with motivation, depression, anxiety. Maybe you're having anger issues, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. Maybe difficulties with your romantic relationships or your kids. Whatever you need. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. I tried it out and I was amazed at how easy it was to find a therapist and I was really impressed by how quickly they reached out to me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. You got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help everyone else. So for Why Mommy Drinks listeners, BetterHelp is going to give you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. So again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash drinks. And let's slide into 2021 feeling strong, happy, and healthy. Sometimes I'll just want to do like a simple thing. I'll be like, I'm just going to go in the yard and water these plants and um and i'll be like ah i'm alone the silence and then like i'll hear the the back door slam and it's just like oh god (laughs) mommy can you be like i just want to be alone for a goddamn minute (sighs) and you know and and i want to be grateful you know i was raised quite religious and so there's a part of me always that's like just be grateful that you have that there are little voices that love you and they they just want to bother you because they love you um but also oh dear lord Lord. oh yeah no i want to be grateful to him like this is this kid is you know he's he's doing okay we're we're all surviving together like all the things and you know he's he's inquisitive and he's curious and all his good qualities and then i'm just like i i gotta get away because i am not i'm not being the greatest parent right now yeah and i don't want to be sarcastic you know all the things i was raised in a very sarcastic uh family and it's that that's bad. I don't like it. It's not 
done well for me. Fair. <laughs> Fair. For someone to be like, oh, you have a problem. <laughs> the worst day of my life. You know, I don't need, I don't need that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's like the dog pees on the carpet, rub the dog's nose in it kind of right. parenting, That's right? That's totally what it is. Yeah. That doesn't work for dogs and it doesn't work no. for people. It's just How do I... mean. How did we think we that worked for dogs? How did we think that worked for dogs? Because nowadays, I think we all have, maybe not all, but a lot of us have a pretty basic baseline sense of psychology and like how the brain works, I guess. And back yeah. then everything was just chaos and it was all about like, <laughs> I don't know, like wielding power and making people right. fearful of you, I guess. Right. And sort of like a, uh, right, a... Uh stone for a stone a bird for a bird what's the thing an eye for an eye there we go an eye for an eye i like a stone for a stone and a bird for a bird in the hand throws a stone in a bush wait what's happening that's it that's it yeah well here let me let me tell you what has broken me um uh you know it you know it's everything first of all but uh uh second of all um I think it so last night uh so first of all my my 10-year-old has been agitating to watch my husband and and he are are working their way through all of the Star Wars movies and most oh, of yeah. the time yeah and most of the time uh they'd watch them without the other kids because the 8-year-old doesn't like to uh he doesn't like new input um yeah he Right? We'll be like, let's That's have my a kid. movie night. And he's like, I don't like movies. Yeah. That's and we're kid. like, he doesn't want to watch anything new. He wants to like, watch the same three episodes of Wallace and Gromit, which <gasps> I know. What? What? Is, is Wallace well, and Gromit problematic? No, it's just sort of, no, it's not at all, but it's just sort of a strange thing that we showed our kid five year old Wallace and Gromit as opposed to other. Dude, I love Wallace and Gromit. I do I too. That's, that's a, why that's I did it because I love it. <laughs> but he doesn't want to watch anything new. It makes yeah. me feel better that you say that because I thought this was, I worried about it. No, no. And he's always been that way. He just doesn't like, I think he doesn't like to be surprised, maybe. Or I don't I don't know what it is, but yeah, he doesn't like to watch new things. He doesn't like movies, and it's a it's a real struggle getting him to watch stuff. Like he'll he wants to be in another room. He wants to be doing something else, and we're like, please just watch it. Because I would say twenty percent, thirty percent of the time, he's like, this is my new favorite thing. Yep. Yep. Like, we watched Goonies. He didn't want to watch it. And then he was like, it's my favorite movie now. Uh, okay, yeah. dude. You know, I got to say, you know who this also sounds a little bit like? Your husband? Me. Oh, you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I mean, I am someone that is like, well, if you could just lay out the beats of the movie beforehand so I know what I'm, what emotional journey I'm going on, that would be helpful. <laughs> Oh, Vera, maybe that's part of it. My eight-year-old is very sensitive. Oh, my God. What was the thing the other day? Something really simple came up, and he started to tear up, and then he ended up crying. 
And it was just like a regular thing in conversation. And it was something really simple. Like like the concept maybe, for example, of like someone giving, you know, having to uh, give their car away to get a new car. And he was just like, <laughs> like he was so upset by the concept of whatever it was. Aww. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is, is that usually with movies, he gets like emotional. Like we'll never be able to watch Up or. Oh, God. You know what? That's okay. I, I watched that movie whenever it came out in the theaters, and I was, I mean, cr- sobbing to the point of, like, maybe this is a torturous experience. <laughs> yeah, Coco, Toy Story oh, no, 3, no, never. Oh, no, I know. I know. My husband thinks those things are enjoyable. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so... Last but may night... I just say, Star Wars, can I just ask you a couple yes, questions? Yes, of course. First of all, my son is named Lucas. Why? Because my husband's like the biggest Star Wars fan on the planet. Oh. And I, and I happen to really like the name, too. And I always joke it's because I dated so many guys uh, that all names were taken, but I never did a guy named Lucas. So it was the That's only really safe one where I didn't have to be like... That was a weird weekend. All right, Brian. You know. <laughs> oh my god, I love that so much. Every time we, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, every time you're gonna say your son's name, you're gonna think of that one guy who did that weird thing, and you know. <laughs> exactly. Just be like, oh, do not want to think of the butt plug ever again. <laughs> um, so. Oh my God, Lucas! Butt plug. Oh God, butt plug. Uh. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So so my husband is like, he is waiting for this moment that you are describing when he can sit. I mean, from the second this kid was born, he was like, "How soon can I show him Star Wars?" And I was like, "Not for a long time." Uh, but h- however, you know, there's a lot of Star Wars with the Lego and what have you that has been reworked into kids tales and people have purchased these items for my child knowing my husband loves star wars and blah 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 and so my husband's super mad that i don't know if your kid already knows a lot of what happens in the series like who is who to each other all the like large things the spoilers how darth vader oh all right spoiler alert we're gonna talk about some Star Wars stuff, so if you I mean, want, I feel like it's, stop, it's the, gotta, you know, people gotta know. People gotta know. Spoiler you don't alert! Know this stuff. If you've been waiting since 1980, <laughs> 85 to get on this, <laughs> you better pause this podcast. <laughs> this is the first time you have heard the words "Emperor." Empire Strikes Back. I can't even say it. Empire Strikes Back. Turn Emperor this off right now. Turn. is mad. What? Uh, anyway, well, okay. he knows. So he knows all these things. So my husband's already like completely upset about it. Because so like Darth Vader being their dad is like spoiled. Them being twins, like, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of a bummer. Because these were the big reveals 
that in our little lives, um, I mean, when I watched it, I remember, like, I didn't know that was going to happen. But yeah, me neither. And that was like, like, it was mind blowing. Yeah. And I, I, and it was before the, I, I know people, I mean, I watched this not exactly when it came out, I suppose. But anyways, people, the idea of spoilers wasn't a thing because, of course, social media wasn't a thing and all this stuff wasn't a thing. Oh, yeah. So, but second question, are you watching them in order that they were released or the actual order of the story? Great question. So my husband is also an enormous Star Wars fan. All right. So I he, know the answer. He has a resistance tattoo. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, they would be best friends. Yeah, they probably they would are, be. They might be doing a podcast right now on Star Wars. Like they at the same time. They should. <laughs> they yeah. Should. So, yes, I, I think... I assume the answer is the same for both. Yeah, we were not, it was, we were not going to, not like I was part of this conversation, but <laughs> he was not going to have his first experience with Star Wars involve Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> no, no ma'am. <laughs> and I'd like to recommend that to everyone. You know, that said, they weren't, he wasn't bugged by, the. my kid wasn't bugged by Jar Jar Binks because he's a kid. So he yeah. was like, oh, that's, that's a funny character. Funny. Um, yeah. So, you know, not like the rest of us who are already, you know, a part of that, that, that franchise from childhood. And we were like, who the fuck is this? You mean weird... the greatest disappointment? Yes. The greatest disappointment of my life at that time, I believe. Oh, there were a few. We okay. So last night we watched. I don't even know what they're fucking called. Like I don't even know their okay. names. Okay, it's like the one where, uh, uh, Luke and Leia's parents fall in love. There you go. It's like uh, okay. Padme, and you know, gets married. Gets married at the end to Anakin Skywalker. Right. Okay. So I should know the full names of all these two, but that sounds like this is the second one. It's the, the second new one, right? Second new one. That's what it's, I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, the one with Th Thomas. Anyway, Thomas. Anyway, this is for the Star Wars podcast. Nobody. <laughs> yes. So even watching that, there were like a lot of things in that. I was like, "What? Ugh, what?" And Ari was like, "I know, but you know what? Kids like it." And I was like, right, 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 right. Um, so, yeah, we started from the original Star Wars, um, the very mm. first one that was released. And then we went in order of the releases. So yeah. He so he's been watching all of those with our 10-year-old. And, of course, our 8-year-old, not super interested because he, movies, new things, not his thing. And then our five-year-old, <laughs> in spite of being five, um, because he is the youngest of three, you know, the Pandora's box of everything has been just ripped off and rummaged through. You know, our oldest especially, we sheltered him from so, oh, so much stuff, and it was really important to me to keep him away from you know, any kind of media that was too violent, yep. too fast paced, 
um, there were, I had a lot of criteria and, um, oh, wait, is that the word? Yeah. Criteria. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like words like criteria and media, there's always like, there's like some other version of the, the word and every now and then it's like a smart person will say it and you're like, oh, right. That is what the. <laughs> singular of that is and you're like Ugh. all right it's like i don't know um yeah. so we so our five-year-olds watched all sorts of crazy shit at this point with like guns and people dying and and that in that movie is actually there's like a fair amount of violence there's like a whole thing where they're in some sort of like thunderdome gladiator thing and like people's heads get stomped on and like people you know animals get stabbed through the you know and it's very gory and 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 kind of uh violent pretty violent anyway so our five-year-old well, just kind of as, as they say it is called star wars fair it's gonna be right we should I mean, have known was, <laughs> this was only pointed out to me recently by someone else that when people were complaining about whatever the last one was and they're like it is they were like it's too much war they're like it's called star wars <laughs> <laughs> i know we think about it like it's nerd wars but it's star wars <laughs> star right. nerds anyway um attack of the clones that's yes. what this one is yeah right because there's like all these yeah, fucking clones scary. Yeah, there's a lot of scary parts. And it's also sort of, it it introduces a lot of uh, sort of the the ways that, uh, what am I trying to say? Like the the dark side or whatever, the -hmm. bad guys all are like representing, they're like stand-ins for Nazi Germany. And, you know, it introduces a lot of that sort of stuff. And it's like, okay, so... Last night, I had to do some work thing, and so the kids ended up all staying up later. My husband was supposed to do to watch this movie with just the 10-year-old, but because I was late, then it um, my thing went late. Then he was like, okay, let's all just watch Attack of the Clones together, and, you know, including the 8-year-old and the 5-year-old. So at some point, um, so I come down after my work is done, and he's watching, and he's like, uh, they're all watching and my husband it looks like he has just been through the ringer and I'm like what's up and he's like they will not stop talking <laughs> and, and this you is know, an important he... moment in the trilogy right in the series I going to say trilogy but that's the former thing um, yeah in the right? canon the storytelling. in the, mm-hmm. in the yeah. canon in the oof there is <laughs> So much canon and so much if um, in Star Wars. And yeah, I think to him, you know, even though this movie is lesser uh, than the others in a lot of ways, um, it's still part of the canon. And he wants our kids to be invested in it the way that he is, the you know, to get the, the oh, love yeah. and the fun out of it that he has milked for decades you know so i get that you know it's always disappointing when you show things to your kids that you love and they're like meh why that's dumb that's cool okay well it's something i've loved for my life my whole life (laughs) i think it's really beautiful and amazing but okay yeah i guess it's just uh, 
<laughs> um, so he's like, they won't stop talking. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's well, that's what's up. And he's like, it's like it's like watching a movie with your mom. And I was like, oh, no. He's like, except that there's no talk about who's gotten plastic surgery. <laughs> Which is totally true. Yeah. So my mom is impossible to watch anything with because she talks the whole time. And she also is constantly talking about, like, oh, what was he in? And, like, who were they married to? Look at all the work she's had done. You know, like, and it's just a constant. It's not even about the show, really. Right. You can't, she can't escape for, like, one second into the story. Exactly. You're like, I want to, I want to escape in the story. You are not allowing me to because you, you keep bringing these other things up um so so i was like well okay i mean it's nothing can be as bad as watching something with my mom um like my husband literally like years into our relationship at some point he was like i'm not gonna watch stuff when your mom's here ever okay i was like i get it (laughs) so he's like anytime she wants to watch a movie just know i will be tagging out of that i will not be a part of that because i just cannot like all right I get it. Um, so we're so I'm so I join and we're all eating popcorn and I realize, oh right, yeah, they will not stop talking. And I keep turning it up, which is always my passive aggressive way, my Minnesotan way of being like, let's all shut the fuck up. Look how loud it is. It's so loud. Why why are we watching this so loudly? <laughs> And yet I still can't hear it. Um, So they're talking the whole time. And it's not always about the show. A lot of times it's like weird inside jokes, weird bits. Um, And everything has to be delivered at a very loud volume. And, uh, And I realized part of it is that they never watch stuff in public. You know, they watch, they don't go to the movie theater. And part of that is because they didn't, want to when they were younger and because we knew even when they were younger that they couldn't not talk loudly the whole time (laughs) so it would just be so frustrating and as a parent you would be on like triple duty in a way that would be the worst i would be all that for 40 dollars yes yeah exactly pay for the pleasure to be like just re- yes destroying humiliated your by everybody around you yeah pay pay a bunch of money to be hated by everyone around you to ruin everyone else's experience to do something you don't even want to do yeah. um so because of all that and <laughs> they haven't ever learned how to be and um and also, I've, I've talked about this on the show before. My kids are all just very fuck the police. Like, they don't, they just, they don't care. You're like, please stop talking. You know, um, people in the future uh, won't want to hang out with, th- it was everything to not say this. People in the future will not want to hang out with you if you are someone who talks constantly throughout a viewing of something like they and there's like i don't fucking care like i won't talk to that i mean my 10 year old has the same response when i'm like you should br- brush your teeth because people aren't gonna wanna 
talk to uh, you. Talk to you when your teeth are so distractingly dirty. And he's like, I don't care. No one cares about that. And I'm like, well, they, but they do. And he's like, yeah. eh. actually, that comes up a lot, actually. Yeah. It's it's so hard to explain that. Just yeah, like, I no, want you to it, be married one day and have a partner. Um, and so that I know you're okay when I'm dead. I want there to be someone there who maybe takes care of you. Um, and that you're not going to get a good one if your teeth are fucked. Okay? <sighs> he doesn't get it. I know. I know. There's got to be some reward. I mean, that's like the other side of it. It's sort of like, what do I have to do? Like, tell you if you brush your teeth 10 times, I'm going to buy you a toy. Like, I refuse to go down that path. And I know people are, you know, they'll be like, just like set it up with some sort of, you get 10 check marks. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Okay. First of all, God bless you for not resorting to bribery because we have given up and we'll bribe them with anything. Oh, I mean, I'll bribe with for some, some big things, though. I'm just trying to uh, save it. I can't yeah. do it. I mean, everything's a fight. So I have to pick, yeah. pick I literally have to pick my struggle. My struggle. Right. I'm like, that's the one we'll do. Because we'll otherwise the, you're buying toys, oh, handing oh out money God. for fucking everything. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I forgot about that. Uh, so, um, so, so they just talk the whole time. We can't hear stuff. Um, sometimes I'll pause it and I'll wait for like when someone starts oh talking, yes. I'll just pause it and wait for them to stop talking. And I keep thinking they'll get the hint, but they don't get hints. They don't pick up on no. Like things. when you do that to an audience. Like, that's a classic sort of power move with an audience where they're really noisy and you just, like, stop talking completely. <gasps> and it's so unnerving that people will eventually shut up. That's Hopefully. beautiful. It's just, yeah. I'm not a stand-up, and that is I've, an... I've never had the guts to do it, but I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. That's a big dick power move. Yeah, totally. A big vag power, whatever. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they um, they talked through the whole thing, even if I paused it. Um, can you hear my loud husband? <laughs> Just a tiny bit right there. Yes. And it was one of those things, too. He was like, oh, my God. So when the movie was over, he was like, that was the worst. I mean, this is really <laughs> almost his story, not mine. But it was like, I but there you go. Oh, my God. This is amazing. He is so – my husband is so loud right now. And I was like, yeah, Ari. He's like, they are so loud and so talkative, and it never stopped. And I was like, I, I wonder where they get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it's I, also, I have a very loud husband. I have a very loud husband. And when I work from home – beside him i can't work from home beside him i like you know we only have um three rooms and one is the main room one is my our bedroom i call it my bedroom just so you know and (laughs) i'm always like are you allowed in here and (laughs) 
<laughs> and the uh, and then our kids' room. And I have I like I bought a tripod desk off of Instagram off an Instagram ad because I don't have space for a desk. So I have this tripod desk that I sit at because my husband's so loud. And when he works, he is loud and he talks like he just has to narrate this. I don't know if Ari does this. He has to narrate like just what's going on. He's like, oh, that didn't work. Why? That's weird. Huh. Oh, my God. Uh, like, and I'm just like, shut up. Shut up. That yeah. would but... drive me crazy. <laughs> Most people say that. Oh, my God. No, my husband's like, he, his comes in a different form. I'm trying to, I mean, he just talks about a lot of stuff. And when he has a thought, because he has ADHD, he also knows if he doesn't say something when he has the thought, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So every thought has equal importance and must be said and must be told to you regardless of what you're doing and trying to concentrate on. Yeah. Regardless of whether you look really, you know, invested in something at a moment's notice and, you know. Oh, yeah. I could have like a welder's mask on and be like actively soldering something with the torch and i would be like what what and he would be like do you remember that time i'm like what are you talking (laughs) i feel so seen right now (laughs) i hope you feel seen because i do oh lady i I I've I've learned already a lot. I've already learned about that. My son just has a new input. I mean, anyway, this is helpful. This is helpful. (laughs) What does your husband do for a living? He, I mean, a perfect thing for all of these things. He basically edits, uh, he produces and edits promos and commercials for television. Very interesting. So, yeah, and yeah, and loves the Star Wars and also probably would have been and maybe it was at one point uh, diagnosed with um, ADHD because, yeah, has is that he's just that guy. Yeah. He's like, I have to talk about it immediately or else it's gone. I'm like, you know what a lot of other people do? Just let it go. Let like it go. it's gone. Yeah. Or try and to, rem- you know, I mean, I get it. I get that he can't remember stuff like it's just like his brain is moving so fast and right you know ideas just sort of zoom in and out um but yeah that is the thing is that it's hard to learn how to decide in your mind what is worth talking about and what isn't especially when you're you know with your spouse and you're like well they want to hear everything i think about you know yeah and also we weren't meant to spend this much time together like it's all out of control right now feeling out of control because just like i've had i've really observed you now 100 (laughs) percent you're so right oh man i i mean i love my husband i love him so much he he's amazing and i have fun with him and i like spending time with him I cannot imagine what it must be like for people who have gone through this experience with someone that they don't feel that way about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, not good. 
not good. But no, there's been a lot of, I think there's been a lot of uh, divorces, COVID divorces, COVID breakups. I mean, there must be, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, Ophira, I want, I, wanted to, I want you to tell me what has broken you, please. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, I mean, it's sort of related. I just told you I had I bought a tripod desk off of um, Instagram, an Instagram ad because a targeted uh, ad. Oh my god, it was a targeted ad. ad. They were it was like a targeted ad. We they know. Heard me con- like constantly complaining about that. I mean, I always complain that you know I love my son and I always go that room you have was going to be my dream office, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> you say that to him. Oh my <laughs> god. And, you know, and we live in New York. We chose to stay living in New York, and we are not gazillionaires, obviously. So we have a small apartment. We, ha- You know, I think for I think our apartment is um, adequate, but it is three rooms. That is what it is. Uh, and so when we were all running around kind of doing different things, it was fine. It was still tight, but it was fine. Uh, but over the course of staying in the same place, it has been tight. And For non-New Yorkers, would yeah. you explain three rooms? Yeah, right. So it's I have we live in a thousand square feet and change, but let's just say a thousand, okay? And there is a it's basically one big rectangle on the third floor of a building, uh, and this rectangle has two walls. And one of them makes the kids' room with a door. One of them makes our room with a door. And then there's the main space that has a kitchen, a uh, little place to eat. That is then is the living room and the bathroom. <laughs> Thank you. And that's Got it. it. I mean, you know, and just it, I, I know where I live, and I still make mistakes. I bought, um, so I've been overcompensating through this whole time for my child because I feel terrible and you know that. every time he i think he's a good kid he's still young so but he seems like a good kid and anytime he uh <laughs> could <laughs> change we don't know yet i think you know right could change but also like um you know there's been a lot of stress and i don't know how it impacts him and i get worried about that and then he'll act up and i'll wonder if it's my parenting because I also, you know, I do kind of joke, Betsy, where I'm like, before this, how much parenting were we doing? I mean, just because there was so much going on that yes. I I feel like I just didn't have to weigh in as much as I do. Yeah, I was thinking the, just this morning how I feel like I definitely know my kids so oh, yeah. much better now. Oh, yeah, me too. And I, I realized, I, I, oh, I didn't really know them that well <laughs> before. No. It's true. Me too. I, I mean, I, it's, it's, and also, you know, I'm I mean, they talk about like, Oh, uh, isn't it amazing to see your kid grow? I mean, I witnessed the day that he grew like half an inch. I was like, Oh yeah. Like I, I, we, it's like watching paint dry. I watched this kid grow. So it's like, wow, I guess I was not paying any attention before. It's kind of floated by. Uh, boy. Sounds so terrible, but it's just true. It is I was like, like watching paint dry in so many ways. 
But I was just like I was I was working for I was working the job. I was traveling for work. I mean, it was just we had school. We had activities. We had occasional babysitters. We had grandparents. We had so many things that we were distractions. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. A thousand, a thousand and a million plus. So now it's totally different. And when he acts up, I feel like it's my fault. And I and I actually oh. even said to my therapist, my Zoom therapist, that I was like, what if I'm ruining him? You know, like I'm just I'm on edge that I'm uh, that when he acts up, I'm like, God, would it have been the same if he had a professional caregiver version? <laughs> yeah. like, well, I don't know. I know. I know. I hope you know, and I hope your therapist told you, that everyone feels that way. That we're all like, oh my god, I'm wrecking my kid. If only they had a a better parent to parent them. Yes, and this is a real conversation I had with her, where then she said the classic, and above all, like, it's not your fault, and everyone feels that way, you're doing a great job, and don't be ridiculous, and above all that, this is a hard time. Of course. We don't know how it's going to affect all of us. Of course. That's like in the long run. And then she said, but little kids are resilient. And I honestly took a beat, Betsy, and I said to her, then why am I talking to you every week about my childhood? (gasps) Oh, shit! (laughs) Mind blown! (laughs) And then she was like, ha! <laughs> and you know, um, then we just went on to like the uh, other stuff of the session. Wow, uh, you bring up a really <laughs> mind blowing point. But I, you know, the actual the truth. She was like, "Well, nothing, you know, nothing." Uh, she goes, "I don't think anything therapy worthy is happening right now to your kid. You're just experiencing what it's like to be at home with a child." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And having to work a job that, of course, didn't give up and having to hustle in a different way because you need money and all of these things. So. Uh, so I feel I just feel this, you know, I'm, I'm hyper conscious. Uh, I'm extra annoyed, of course, with the child. And then we live in this because uh, because I feel bad and then he acts up and it's like this bad circle. We live in this small space. I have gone through with the money we have and tried to change things to make them a little better. Got him, but like a better bed that is like a little, like fits better in his room. Put up some like nice shelves for his stuff. Occasionally I've bought him too many small little toys and whatever to overcompensate and try to buy him happiness. Hilarious. I bought him a slinky forgetting that we don't have stairs okay so slinkies are still fun even honestly we all think i remember the biggest disappointment of slinkies is that you wanted it to go downstairs and it always didn't it always yeah, failed it didn't do it does yeah yeah it, well for my kids it takes about 10 minutes before it just gets tangled into a crazy right. jumble of wires and then and then i usually have to take about 30 minutes to untangle it and then it never is the same and then everyone hates it right so i bought him a plastic one so it doesn't even tangle so i've taken that fun away from him 
So, love, and they're always like hard and they don't quite, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and um, we put a little desk, a little table in his room so he could have some flair because he's really likes coloring. So on the other side, I'm like really focused on him and I'm like, okay, he like he's really into coloring right now. Let's double down on that. Let's get him a nice sketch. Let's get him some new construction paper. Let's, you know, blah, blah, and maybe a coloring book. Or uh, I see, you know, when I was just like looking at the face, I'm like, we could do a better bed. Okay, so let's do that. And then I was like, okay, I'm never going to have a room of my own. So I've just got to like realize that is part of the sacrifice I have of all of this. I'm going to buy myself a tripod desk from an Instagram ad and I will back myself into a tiny corner of my bedroom and pretend that this is the place where all the magic is going to happen in my creative career. Uh, And, you know, it was just this constant push and pull. And then it was spring break from kindergarten, you know, which, because we all needed that. It's good to have a break. Yeah. It's a break upon a break upon a break. I mean, uh, he goes to kindergarten every fortnight. I believe. <laughs> and uh, wait, so every other week he goes I mean, to kindergarten. So it's you know it's a whole thing, and of course you know the schooling has been a huge issue, and it is it wants to be open. I truly believe that it wants to be open. It, but in it, yes, this whole entire. The entire school system, I believe it, they, it wants to be open. But there are so many barriers, uh, including the obvious global pandemic. But then just, you know, I think we have seen, at least that has been my experience of the New York school system, which is my first foray into. I have seen how the whole organization and union and communication was a, put together with paper clips and gum for a long, long time. And how it completely just fell apart under the pressure of this. Ooh. This is fascinating to me because my kids are supposed to go back to in-person learning. Yeah. Uh, next month. And I am, I'm excited and I'm also terrified for so many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I I will tell you this, anytime that kid comes back from an in-person day, that is with masks and distance and they're eating a snack with plexiglass between them, you know, it is a whole thing. Uh, he still seems a happier kid because he was around kids. Yeah. And yeah. they did a bunch of kid things. And let me tell you something, I'm boring. I'm boring. Yeah. My eight-year-old, the the really emotional one, last night, they were getting into bed late after we watched that movie, (laughs) slash talked over that movie. We literally watched it. We didn't hear it. And uh, and I was just giving everyone a kiss goodnight, and then my eight-year-old just started crying, and he was like, I miss my friends, and I miss school. And yeah, Yeah. he's he's taking it so hard, and I get it. I mean, I feel I, I, that's how I feel bad, too, because he will come back from these kindergarten days. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm like, oh, my God, is that bad behavior that I should be watching? Or is that just a thing? You know, it's kind of been tempered. Yeah. So then it's spring break, which, again, is hilarious because I'm like, why, why are we just, we still want to keep these 
you know these arbitrary this arbitrary time off we were just yeah. off for a year but okay <laughs> okay so I go you know what we should get out of the city and we'll you know hike every day because we got into hiking during the course of this whole thing because what else are you going to do so let's just walk around uh it's a little bit nicer in New York there is a glimmer of spring so we went a couple, we went upstate a couple hours north. I rented an Airbnb, uh, like a uh, small little house in Woodstock. Spring in, the New, in New York is so great. We used to live across from Prospect Park and oh, just oh. watching the season change to spring was so beautiful to witness, like paint drying in, in an amazing way. It was so beautiful. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just happening right now. So and so we went away two weeks ago, and it was still a little cold, but, you you know, you were starting to see a shoot here, so it feels promising. You know, and, of course, like, so I put a lot of stock, as we all do, in, like, okay, now we're going to go do this thing, something new, something different, and we're going to try to make the best of the fact that we stare at each other all the time, and it's kind of hellacious, so now we're going to do it somewhere different. Yay! But still, and we will still see nobody. Okay. So, but it will be easier to see nobody. Hooray. So, uh, you know, and I I guess I just put too much pressure, blah, 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 too much pressure on myself, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. I put too much pressure on myself. So um, we get to this Airbnb and it is fine. It is fine. We walk in and it's this nice little house. And I show they, there's a bed, there's a room with a bunk bed, and I go that like that's gonna be Lucas's room, and he certainly you know I bought him a cool little bed, but this is a bunk bed which is su- super cool, yeah. and he we got there pretty late at night, and we um, we were getting ready for bed, and he got a little weepy. All of a sudden he got really sad, and I was like, oh, do you miss home? And he goes, no. He goes. Why can't we live here? <laughs> I just was like, I've been trying so hard. And you know what else, Betsy? I brought that slinky with us because I was like, well, maybe this house will have stairs and we can use the stupid slinky that I bought that doesn't make any sense in our apartment. And you know what? There were stairs, and you know what? It went down the stairs. Okay, <gasps> it a went down the stairs because, and he every day that we stayed there, which was totally fun, uh, he ran around and he went downstairs. There was a basement, and he put the slinky down the stairs. And he every day he told us how this is what he wanted. So, oh God! <laughs> and oh, I had to God. stop with like the. Uh, this is what my mother would have said to me, by the by the way. Oh yeah, get a job, get a job, <laughs> and maybe we can have this. So right now, you have what you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard in those moments, like. <laughs> Yeah, but like... it it just took everything. It, I felt like it was like the entire year of every little like frenetic. Like I'm like I don't know. How about a better reading lamp? I don't know. How about a blah blah blah? I don't know. Maybe we'll do this. Like just trying to make any tiny, relatively inexpensive adjustment I could 
to make it better. And then it was just all like, <laughs> nope, that's all meaningless. We should live in this other place altogether. Every everything, every change you've made has not yeah. made a mark on my brain. Uh, no, because all <sighs> I want is this room and these stairs for my slinky. So there you go. That would have broken me too. <laughs> Especially when you have to live in a certain place, you know, to to make your living, to do what you do. And then for your child to be like, no, no, everything that supports what you do, uh, I don't I, I don't I don't like living like that. And you're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, your life. Just to remind you again, in case I haven't said it in enough ways since I was born, your life, mom. Is meaningless. <laughs> oh man, and I know that if you're anything like me, yes, you've like thought and thought and overthought and and you know stressed out about like details and oh, you yeah. know, and and especially when you do that and you're working hard and your kid, you know, is always all up in your space to. To, to do that much, like, work and put in so much effort and to feel like you've really accomplished something in the face of all of that, to have right. him just... I know. And he's just five. And, of course, he's going to say right. that. We right. put him in a new place that was, like, all clean. There's nothing there ready for him to make his mark. And then was like, hey, look at this cool... Um, bunk bed that like you know and it was cool it was cool i'm not gonna lie it was a cool bunk bed okay <laughs> bunk beds are inherently cool i get it yeah and uh of course of course that kid's gonna be like why can't we live here of course i'm sure he would you know he would also like to live in disney world and disneyland and uh and right? and, and, our, and arcade uh you know and there's plenty of <laughs> that he would love to live that has better newer stuff but it was just that moment I where mean, i was like man you found you found the little you they do they find the place they're like no nah, let me poke here over here oh wait a second a little lower little lower yep yes yeah oh man that would have broken me too <laughs> thank you I'm trying to think of like a positive aspect of it. And I will say that you did such a good job picking out this Airbnb that you found a place that your son loved so much that he wanted to move there forever. Like that is a, that's a good thing, right? That's an that achievement. Is a good thing. But, uh, you know what? I liked that place too. So much so that uh, it didn't really have very much hot water which got in your way when you were doing things like showering uh and we oh, uh, hmm. we kind of we kind of let it go wow we it's like well it must have like been we told nice them <laughs> we were like yeah your hot water's a little messed up and they were actually very nice about it um and they're like can i just re can we just refund you a day and i was like yeah sure and um and we were like well we'll just take lukewarm showers Oh, well. 
<laughs> which is not my personality. I am very much like a back when I used to travel, walk into a hotel room and be like, eh, I don't know, this one's weird. I don't like the corner. Like, yeah, what what other windows do you guys have? What are your other window possibilities? Like, I am a mess when it comes to that stuff. Wait, Ophira, Ophira, you, I don't even know what a tripod desk is. What does okay. that even mean? Oh my God. So it is, uh, it is basically a, it is a piece of wood that someone has affixed like the kind of, um, the kind of bottom to uh, like the little tiny mechanism that you would find on the bottom of a camera, but a kind of an industrial version of it. And a matching, like, kind of high-end tripod. So it's a heavyweight one rather than, like, the lightweight ones that we probably both have for uh, our ring lights and whatever. And right. screws together. Uh, and so now you have a, a desk that is basically on a, like, high-end camera tripod that you can raise and lower and, uh, and spread out the legs. Or, so you could – the idea – but it's very small and space-saving. You can just unscrew the whole thing and put it away. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. So I will say, though, it, you know, you can't put your laptop on it and have a cup of coffee. Like, it is. that's the size. <sighs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, it is Got sort it. of like like a ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, you know, it's a very small, tiny. It's a bar- yeah, it's a Barbie. Uh, you, you can't see it, but Ophira just did like a little T-Rex thing with her yes, arms exactly. just to Sorry, thank you. show what Correct. it's like so it is uh yeah, it's not very uh it's not very ergonomic it's not great for your posture but the good thing is which is why somehow i got targeted on instagram is that you can raise and lower it so for doing all of our zoom shows i can raise it up if i want to stand up i can make it eye level when I want to sit down, if that bring you know, if I'm on some weird chair, and I can put it low if I just want to type. That is nice. That's cool. But I have to type while while looking down, you know, so my head is curved over like the top of a candy cane, <laughs> which I believe which is, is not, not so great if you are like on camera on Zoom. No. That's something There's... I've learned. Right now, my laptop is on top of. Um, my jewelry box and yep. three um coffee table books. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, because no, otherwise I... it's like uh, like it's just terrible <laughs> view, no, like right up your nose. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I was like stacking all kinds of things, and then I had like a ring light on another stack of things. Yeah. All of a sudden, those boxes from our deliveries came in handy. Oh. You just put a bunch of like Amazon boxes underneath. Basically, the- <laughs> these are these are a fixture of the room permanently now. Yeah. Um, no, there wasn't one where I was like, should I cover them with like nice gift wrap so they look nice? And I was like, no, we need to just move on. <laughs> nice gift wrap. Honestly, that's a really smart idea, though. <laughs> Um, I also love that because I don't think ever in the history, uh, you know, of like a straight man, would any man ever be like, we should just gift wrap this. That would be much nicer on the eye. (laughs) No, you're right. No, right. Throw a a doily over it. Should I throw a doily over? A doily. Remember doilies. Remember doilies. 
My mom had a trillion doilies. My mom too. If all we didn't handmade. have a what? All handmade. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we got this from grandma. We my my grandma gave these to me. This nice woman at the church. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So many doilies and like on the backs of like on the headrest of chairs and Oh yeah. On a table. Right. On the headrest of chairs. Weird. For your I guess for your greasy head to uh (laughs) (laughs) to rest upon so you don't stain the chair. I don't know. It was just decoration. I love it. Your head is so greasy. People have such greasy heads. We need to crochet a bit of lace for them to lay atop. Uh, Well, you know, that that leaky head stuff that you see on your pillow when you remove your pillowcase. And you're like, what is coming out of my head? Are you talking about like, the, like a yellow stain on yeah, your pillowcase? Yeah. I am very well acquainted with that. That is night sweats. That is sweating in your sleep right there. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. I'm not going to say who, but yeah. Yeah. I'll say that um, four out of f- four out of five people in this house um, have a uh, waterproof pillowcases uh on their (laughs) pillows because i'm tired of buying new pillows yes i hear you i uh i won't say who in my house but i i triple pillowcase i triple pillowcase triple pillowcase oh no i do too i just realized that yeah i i have to put on a waterproof zippered cover then I put a cotton one over that because the waterproof one is kind of gross and slippery. Yeah, and uh, and then and then a pillowcase on top of that. Oh my gosh! One of these days, our kids are going to be like, "Oh my god, remember triple pillowcases?" <laughs> Your mom triple my mom triple pillowcase. What's wrong with them? That's before people slept standing up, I guess. Yeah, uh, people, I don't know what was going on there. They must have had greasy night heads. Um, Ophira, tell everybody what they should check out. Where can they see your work? What are you up to? What am I up to? Well, uh, all right. Well, if they want to listen to Ask Me Another, which is a, uh, it's a, so it's a trivia show, just, you know, comedy trivia show. Uh, but, but a high amount of Star Wars uh, content, just so you know, oh, that it's, it's kind nice. of it's kind of nerdy. Uh, just head over to it's it's called Ask Me Another. It's uh, made by NPR, but you can find it wherever you like getting your podcasts, or maybe your public radio station in your town plays it. It's possible you can listen to it on a radio, but you know, like people do that when they're driving and stuff. Is it just for grownups, or can people listen with their kids? People can listen with their kids. We have tons of kids that. Uh, or send us fan letters and stuff. I think like it's a little, uh, it's a little heady in some cases. I mean, but it's just general knowledge, lots of pop culture, lots and lots of just fun and ridiculousness. So totally appropriate for kids. Totally awesome. Appropriate. But I not think aimed, everyone's always looking. Yeah, not aimed at kids. Got it. Yeah, yeah. 
but totally I think we're all always looking for a, like a podcast that we can enjoy listening to like in the car or whatever yes. while you load dishes but that our kids aren't going to be like wait what no uh, I have, I've definitely heard from a lot of uh, eight-year-olds and such who say that uh, this is my favorite show and to them I say I am so sorry your parents don't let you have other entertainment but thank you <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? What else have you got going on? Yes, and then uh, I mean, one day I'll do live shows, but I do plenty of virtual Zoom shows. So if you, where do I? If you follow me um, on Instagram, I'm at Ophira E. I all I'm I'm pretty good now. I used to not be good. Now I'm very good at posting which ones good. I'm doing. So you know, oh. you can you can come and watch from anywhere. Ooh, do you like stream them live on there or you advertise or you like yeah a lot of them are a lot of them are zoom there's some that are uh instagram live but a lot of them are are zoom shows from like all over the place you know that's awesome how is that wait just really quick how is that going like when when we do improv shows it's i find it very unnerving to do it um for silence yeah um and I yeah. like it most when if when people join in, like uh, Jimmy Pardo has does these shows where he, it's just sort of everyone's on camera, everyone's yeah. unmuted, and and it's very interactive, which to so me emulates real life. Yeah. yeah so how do you how are you so, making yeah. it work? So I, every show I do, I mean, so these aren't ones I'm particularly producing, but I, I so the ones I've done for the most part, the good ones for the performer are the ones where you know most of the people have agreed to cameras on and a good amount of people also are doing audio on and they are engaged mm. because then yeah you're still not going to get energy flow but it feels like something and you you get some like the feedback kind of also just keeps you on track of what you're doing <laughs> instead of yeah. like very easy just to float away uh into like a monologue it's or true. I don't know. yeah so uh but i've done other ones because that it's are being, so weird it's so weird uh and i've done other ones that push straight out to facebook live or um you know at least with instagram live you get a little bit of feedback with just people like throwing in likes and some comments even though it's hard to focus on that uh but i will i will just say that i am getting eerily used to no feedback to silence Weird. yeah because i've had to do a bunch that is kind of like to almost nothing and it's totally a mind fuck but you oh still gosh. have to do it and then after so many of them you're just like well this is just a different skill i'm not going to say it's doing stand-up but it's doing something <laughs> i guess now that you say it i mean certainly the the act of improv comedy and the act of stand-up comedy, you know, they're very different experiences, but, um, but yeah, you're, I have also gotten, now that you say it, eerily comfortable <laughs> with just doing stuff, hearing no feedback, 
it's as if you are fucking alone. Uh, and and yeah, you're just like, I guess I just have to trust that this oh, is good. Wild. The amount of times I have left uh, my tripod desk in the bedroom because I am now done with my show. And I have walked into the other room where my husband is probably watching Star Wars, by the way. And he'll say, uh, he'll take off his headphones and go, well, how'd it go? And I will say, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how it went. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for right, me, yeah. fine, I guess. Yeah, I'm always like, um, well, that was, that was fun. Was that fun? <laughs> was it fun? I think. Yeah. yeah. Did we have, I mean, I guess we had fun. Uh. <laughs> Who knows how anyone else experienced that? We'll never know. <laughs> so beautiful. All right. Oh, Fira. You are doing a great job for oh, real. I, I say it at the end of every show, but also I truly, truly mean it when I'm right here, right now. You're doing, You're doing a great an job amazing job. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I mean, this is pro oh, hopefully this is yeah. the the most challenging thing that you know parents have had to go through in in generations and uh you're doing a great job you, you got an amazing kid you're 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 out there uh making people laugh allegedly allegedly You get fan letters from eight-year-olds. Those I are mean, nice. Those are nice, dude. It's really isn't that is really nice. It, you know, especially in lieu of feedback. You know, oops, a podcast is kind of like that in a lot of ways too. You're right. Um, so it's always really nice when people you know write to you and or just tell you how much you know how much they love it or how much it means. Um, which oh, everyone, by the way, um, please rate and review this show uh preferably on apple podcasts you just have to go on there and just give it five stars because i'm sure you love it yeah. um and 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 just say something it, just the simple act of uh reviewing it and just being like even even if you just review it and you're like i like it um, that means something. It makes a difference in like our fucking analytics or whatever. And then, and then, you know, more people will see it and more people will, will subscribe and then, you know, and then we'll take over the world just like we always wanted to. Oh, <sighs> yeah. well, thank, thank you. you for on the show, I, 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 I really, I mean, honestly, just, um, I know people say this all the time. But just having the moment where you're like, oh, yeah, no, my kid does that. Uh. Or like, yes. I know exactly. Oh, so Same. gratifying. So gratifying. Thank you. Doing this show so. is like very therapeutic <laughs> for me. Because, yeah, for years I was like, I guess we're just terrible parents and we have terrible kids. I was like, yeah. no, no, that's just. No, you're painfully average. <laughs> Well, uh, for you listening, if you find yourself um, not being able to hear a movie because everyone is so 
wrapped up in doing weird bits and inside jokes <laughs> over the soundtrack of the actual movie and it's breaking you. Or if you find yourself uh, just so glad to be somewhere where a slinky can go down some <laughs> stairs. Uh, <laughs> uh, or... <laughs> Or if you find yourself watching your children grow is like watching paint dry, but in a good way. <laughs> Just know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. My name is Will Himes, and I am a ghostwriter, meaning I write other people's books for them. And I have a podcast called I Will Write Your Book, which are recordings of my meetings with my eccentric clients, such as a woman blocked after one sentence of a children's book about her dogs, a romance novelist who dislikes sex, and a man proud of having sampled everything in his local grocery store. This podcast has been described as fully improvised, played by some of the best comedians on the planet Earth. Hey, that's pretty good. That's I Will Write Your Book on Campfire Media. Campfire.